gonna go again. It's happening. God, it keeps uh, happening. Uh, it's every week and it keeps fucking happening. Uh, Here we are again. Sat in front of a microphone. It's doing time this to make fucking show again. Something yet again. Uh, are you ready? Is your brain turned on to the creativity mode? My brain is turned on to the creativity mode. The juices are flowing. Juices are pulsing through my brain, and can I say, um, kind of unsettling. I mean, I got all these tubes everywhere. Um, oh, that's just the Thinkomatic five thousand. It just helps. It just helps the process. Yeah, I just kind of wish like the 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 Think Juice uh nozzles would spray a little less hard because I can feel it destroying my brain matter when it like comes out like a pressure hose. I mean, don't worry about it. It's fine. Just don't think about it too hard. Well, I can't help it. The juices make me think. Well, let's let's find you something else to think about. Okay, please. I don't know how much more I can take of this. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back. Whoop. This is Let's Make Something, a show where two siblings try to come up with an idea for a story, whether that be a movie, video game, TV show, whatever. I'm Tristan, your host number one. And I'm Madison, host number two. All right. Well, enough we're joking. <laughs> we're here uh, yet again. Do you want as to? As much as my eternal punishment <laughs> can be considered joking, um, why don't you read me off the rules? All right. So, step number one of this delicious game is that we're going to flip a coin to decide whether or not we are going to start with a character on heads or the setting on tails. I have the coin ready if you are ready for me to flip. Please flip it. I beg of you. We got a tails. Okay, so we're making a setting this time. We are starting off with setting. Interesting. All right, now that we have our setting out, we're going to generate those three delightfully random words. That will give us inspiration for our setting that we have come up with. That's uh, right. And once we uh, have built up our setting and created our fiction, uh, we're going to throw a wrench into that plans by uh, rolling a fourth mix-up word. Uh, and just to reiterate, each of us has one re-roll of any word that we would like to re-roll, uh, whether that be because we can't fit it into our story or just because maybe we don't like it. Maybe it's icky. Icky words get the re-roll. Icky words get the re-roll. I have the randomwordgenerator.com open. Please. Let me roll the words. Give me word number one. Word number one. Word number one is column. Column? Column. Hmm. Like a column in a newspaper or a uh, Greek column in architecture. Uh-huh. Okay. That's definitely a setting word. That's definitely a setting word. Word number two. Word number two? I have literally never heard of this word. Uh? Word number two is econobox. Would you mind spelling that one for me? Yes, econobox is spelled E-C-O. N-O-B-O-X. Like Econo from Economy, but it ends in box. 
Econo box. Yes. Okay. That's definitely going to have to be a lookup oh, word. We're going to um, need to Google that bad boy. Yeah. Uh, word number three, though. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Word number three is grief. 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 Okay. Now that we have the three words for our setting, what the fuck is Okano Box? Please tell me what Okano Box is. Okay. Econobox is uh, a word from the 1970s that is a blend of economical and box, and it means a car that is small and economical rather than luxurious or stylish. So we're getting another car, eh? We're getting another car. And specifically, this is a car that um, isn't very fancy, but it is very economical. Uh huh. Like a a hybrid, if you will. Not the prettiest car, yeah, not the those, most fancy car, but it's a car that works. Yeah, those, those small boxy cars that save you a little bit of cash on the old fuel costs and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Well, And then see, we that's- have column and grief. We have column and grief. See, here's here's kind of the issue, right? Uh-huh. Econobox is so hyper-specific that our setting essentially needs to be, like, centered around this shitty car. Yeah. Sure does. Sure does. Or at now, least it has to be in a... A, a, our setting has to be in a place that perhaps you can't really get a better car. People aren't doing too good. Yeah. The Econa Box is a common sight in this town. A common a common sight in this town. So it's kind of like a, a rundown or or um lower class sort of sort of district of yeah. something, maybe. one of your like rural lost to time kind of towns, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, I, and just out of curiosity, I'm going to look up the definition of column. To make sure there's no surprise definitions that we can use? Yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, hey, okay. So, uh, there are three definitions of column. Uh-huh. Uh, one is an upright pillar, which okay, I, yep. think, I think we all know what a, what a column is. Um, two is a vertical division of a page or text, which, like I said, oh, yep. the newspaper column. Sure. Number three is one or more lines of people or vehicles moving in the same direction. Okay. Which I don't think I've ever heard of it described as a column. Yeah, neither have I. But that gets us somewhere if we're going to say, if we're going to say that um, our our setting has to be uh, either uh, around this Econobox shitty car. Um, mm-hmm. so that's something. And then there's grief. Yeah, which grief is also another one of those words that have very few definitions. Right. There's the, the deep sorrow, especially caused by someone's death, uh, or trouble or annoyance, as in, we were too tired to cause any grief. Okay. Huh. 
So are, that's it. This is Dewey definitions. See, this is kind of weird. Like these are these are three words that are kind of interacting in a weird way in my head. Yeah, a very, very odd kind of way. And I think I think the only way to address this weird combo of words mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is to come up with a setting that is just weird. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to describe this, but I'm going to do this with the uh with the with a little asterisk next to it saying, "Hey, I just kind of pulled this out of thin air based off of what I had to work with mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of more of a visual that I had in my mind's eye rather than anything concrete." Yeah, yeah. But um I know you are familiar with it, but if there's anyone else out there that is familiar with an anime called The Tatami Galaxy, uh-huh. uh, there is a very prominent uh, setting in a couple of episodes of that show where basically the main character is trapped in a repeating series of identical rooms over and over and over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's his bedroom basically um, Yeah. but essentially like he would climb out the window and he would be climbing back into his own room or he would try to leave through the door and just enter in the door of another bedroom of his and he would like try to smash through the wall but he would just smash through the wall of the other bedroom adjacent to his um, and just end up, end up in the same the same place pretty much right Um. so for some reason, thinking about Column and Econobox, specifically uh-huh. with, with Grief kind of left out of this, I had the, the the sort of the vision of like an infinite stack of these kind of uh, economy cars just like in the middle of fucking nowhere, right? Huh, yeah. Where like the, the, the entire setting of this story would be like, uh, I don't know. Like imagine our, like a main character that grew up and lived in a world that is nothing but an infinite stack of cars. Mm. I, that just, that just goes infinitely upwards and infinitely downwards. Mm. It wouldn't go side to side, just up and down. No. Cause it has to be column. Okay. Well, it could be multiple columns next to each other. That that's true. We could say like it's a a ten by ten square of cars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they they're just kind of like floating off in space or in the sky or something. Well, if you wanted to take it like that, perhaps we could go in a little bit of a. Uh, we could do it multiple ways, really. Because what I I kind of the first thing I kind of imagine, I really like the Tatami Galaxy kind of infinite car stack that you have. So mm-hmm. hold on to that one, because I, I do genuinely like that idea. Yeah. In my case, I was imagining kind of like um, those really old, run-down, uh, like old oil towns, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, sort of like in, in the middle of like uh, like the Great Plains or something. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's very Night in the Woods inspired, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of one of those very rundown towns where the kids move out and they don't come back. Um, the town is just kind of slowly dying before people's eyes. Mm-hmm. The economy's leaving, essentially. They got no, no way around that one. And so, like, the Econobox, or similar cars, are very popular here in the few locals that are still hanging around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps this is like a, a, a mother, or a, a, a sister of some sort, and to kind of combo pull in both Column and Grief into one, perhaps they are kind of, uh, uh, mentally trapping themselves to some degree because their daughter or somebody has passed away and they are dealing with the grief. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they died in an auto accident before they were going to go leave for college or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. And so this this entire kind of trapped in the car sort of situation that this mother finds themselves in is kind of like a, a mental trying to come to terms, trying to cope with it. That's that. That's probably a more concrete idea mm-hmm. than what I had. Because, because also with column, you get columns in newspapers such as obituaries. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that as kind of a a sort of both setting and story. Because in order to create the setting, you kind of need a character to 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 make it happen. Because if this is like a mental thing. You need a character for that, you know. Sure, I, I think, I, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, and perhaps, perhaps if we want to bring it back to your infinite stack of cars kind of deal, it's it's kind of like the mom is almost, or or whoever this is, is kind of trapped, repeating multiple instances like memories mm-hmm. of being in the car with this other person, like conversations they had with them, fights they had with them. And they're constantly trying to get out of the car, only to get back into a car. Okay. See, now this is now we're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I I like the idea that this is is someone maybe like you said a mother grieving for their child. Uh-huh. Um, that is sort of in in real life, like trapped I- inside of this car due to 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 like um like a mental block right right it's it's sort of like a um a phobia right to get out mm-hmm. of the car essentially the way the the direction i was going in is i like the idea that she became like really obsessed with the the like the obituary columns and the columns in the newspaper maybe mm-hmm. there was like a scandal attached to it mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and so she's not only in the car but she has also plastered the entire inside with these newspaper clippings oh. and has completely blocked out the outside world. Now, we can sort of do – we can sort of support both ideas that you and mm-hmm. I had at the yeah. same time where we kind of play out like the, the the sort of drama end of it. Like maybe the supporting cast on the outside Discussing, yeah. you know, like, oh, what are we going to do with mom? Stuff like that. Yeah, like tr- um, like trying to help her escape it, but she kind of has to do some of it to, for herself. Right. But on the other hand, we can also side by side play out sort of like a different 
story where we are um we also have like the the story of, of the mom inside kind of like inside her own head uh-huh where she is trapped in the the infinite stack of of cars right these and, infinite and, columns of cars right and and it could it could even be not necessarily that it is a perfect stack you know yeah. but more more so like a structure made out of cars and newspaper clippings yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it doesn't 100% have to be like, oh, I took, I, I just repeatedly spawned a bunch of cars up on top of each other and they're just floating there, sort of yeah. deal. But it can well, just kind of be like a, a mental stack of cars, a sort right. of hypothetical existence of these infinite cars. Right. Like, um, I, I, I guess I'm gonna kind of like, like, point us in a direction here, but yeah. I, I definitely feel like this might be be like a game like like an indie game almost Ooh, okay where where um because i'm getting sort of like you're, you're really exploring not only this character of the mother but also of of like the supporting characters in real life maybe mm-hmm. as vignettes as you explore this big uh car tower as it is yeah 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 um like like it's it's i definitely get the feeling like uh it could be maybe like sort of the walking simulator sort of deal or mm-hmm. or maybe just even like a, a basic you know i don't know platformer where you would be jumping around and doing platform stuff on the mm-hmm. car stack mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but the the basics is um your main character is this mom who's trying to to come to terms with the death of her child who yes. who died in a car accident potentially and a hit and run i don't know potentially but some some auto uh automotive vehicle accident right um and it's it's your job as the player to to like guide her and explore this weird abstract car structure to 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 find sort of these little vignettes vignettes that will kind of give you the 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 whole story um and then like the ending would be like you come to terms and you eventually yeah. step out of the car yeah i do feel like it's like it's a combo of perhaps both uh uh finding vignettes and like learning more not only about the mom but of like the daughter in these car stacks inside of these cars and also just kind of coming to terms yeah like just being able to piece pieces together and actually come to understand and be like at peace with it right it's definitely a very uh uh, like one of those very emotional kind of uh uh games yeah yeah which i'm into Um, especially with like a um what is it oh my brain is not operational are you are you going to say celeste I'm not gonna say Celeste, but Celeste okay. is definitely up there as kind of one of the things. But I was actually gonna go with um, what is it? Tech techno space, Hi- highway, uh, hip- what is- <laughs> hip- hypno space, hypno space outlaw, hypno hypno space outlaw. There you, you were go. like you were like adjacent to every one of those words. <laughs> Let's make that into a story later. Yeah, hyperspace space or fucking whatever I said. We'll go back and listen to it. But no, so. So that game was kind of a lot of just like reading text and kind of 
you know, learning about these random people on the internet, kind of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So perhaps it's kind of like that sort of a game, but yeah. I don't know, I just kind of got that kind of a vibe from it. Yeah, maybe maybe it's um, like as you're exploring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like the little vignettes that you find are like the newspaper clippings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you get like the newspaper clippings and that lets you sort of offhandedly learn about these characters that are on the outside. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like there needs to be scenes in the game where, like, you you see these characters directly, and and like find out like a, a snippet of of truth that sort of gives you the context uh, that you need to to understand yeah. the newspaper clippings. If that makes sense, yeah, it's kind of like you're getting like half of a story, but you also have to kind of piece together the other half of the story. So right. I, I do imagine that kind of these vignettes are not in order mm-hmm. as you encounter them. And neither are the newspaper clippings. So you're just kind of getting like random bits of information and suddenly like things piece together as you get closer to the end. Yeah. Although one thing that we could that we could have uh, uh, kind of cop from Hypnospace Outlaw is that mm-hmm. um, there there's a, and I guess spoilers for Hypnospace Outlaw. But um, there is a uh, like mid-game event that happens in Hypnospace where um, essentially if you don't fulfill certain criteria, some of the characters that you learn about end up dying. Um, so mm-hmm. like there, it's not necessarily that you did anything in particular to affect the overall story, mm-hmm. but there are are minor things that you can do that will allow that will change certain aspects of the story um and i like the idea that maybe you don't find all of the columns right mm-hmm. maybe the columns are not only like little bits of lore but also like collectibles yeah yeah and and if you don't get all of them maybe there's a couple twists in the story that come up as a result of that yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do believe that it would kind of, like, uh, how do you describe this? It would almost, like, partially be a, uh, not a point-and-click adventure, but it's kind of like you're answering questions. Mm-hmm. And filling in information that you've already learned about these characters to, like, the next segment, Right. Right. And if you do it correctly, you get the next part of the the newspaper clipping and you get like another piece to this puzzle that you're trying to assemble. But in order to be able to actually answer these questions that these vignettes will pose to you, you have to be paying attention and reading what you do get. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that makes sense. That's kind of like um, uh, there's another game, uh, Return of the Oprah Din, where that's kind of like the whole premise uh-huh. Where like y- you have to find out how how every single person on this one like ship died, but the way you do that is by getting little pieces of information and learning stuff from how the other members of the ship died. Right, right. So you kind of have like this daisy chain of information that you have to make. Yeah. Um. But but definitely um. Definitely, definitely, in the thing that we're making, I I feel like. 
what should happen is you have to pay attention to the information that you get. And mm. then you have you get quizzed on that information. But yeah. if you put it in wrong, the game doesn't tell you. Yeah, it, no, it doesn't it tell you. It instead just lets you continue on with that misconception. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That the, the thing that you think is true is actually true. And you yeah. and you just continue to go on and on. And uh, basically the, the message is uh, mental health can be uh, affected by misinterpretations of events. Uh, something, something, something. Understanding and accepting the reality of things is one way of addressing mental health issues, I guess. Yeah, I mean, potentially something like that. Or, or potentially if you're playing it from like the perspective of the uh, mother in the car, you know, as you as you enter and exit these these cars slash vignettes of different events, it's like how well did you know your daughter, right? Or 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 the person who has passed, and just like even reading in between the lines for things that like perhaps they didn't directly tell you, but you kind of got offhandedly from a comment they made while you were driving to Starbucks one day, mm-hmm. or or something like that. I do kind of we we had an old idea about um like mythical creatures in a taxi. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And that's not something that you the listener can go back and listen to because this is something that we've been talking about for years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, this this is a, just a completely off offhanded thing, but kind of like I want it to be like that mechanic where most of these vignettes at least for 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 you in the car stack. Mm-hmm. They happen in in cars in conversations when you're driving with your your family and stuff like that because i feel like that's where a lot of families who perhaps don't spend too much time together that's where a lot of conversations seem to happen yeah like it it's driving in the car is kind of like that situation where you're all sort of forced to be together there's not Mm -hmm. really much else to do but make small talk yeah so and especially if it's like if this this supposed kid that was killed, perhaps they were getting ready to leave to go to college, right? Right. So they're planning on leaving town, and so it's just like you're you're learning about your kid at, like at the point in their life where they're preparing to go away from you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Here, here's here's an idea though. Mm-hmm. Right. So because you get quizzed on the information that you learned, right? Yeah. So. As you go along in the story and you find more and more of these little vignettes, if you remember more of if you remember more of what uh, of who your daughter or your son or whatever mm-hmm. was, remember more little bits of information about them, the the better their relationship is as you go forward. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you for, if you forget more things, mm-hmm. then by the end of it, when they're getting ready to leave, you guys don't have that great of a relationship. Yeah, they don't tell you things anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't want to let you in their life. They want to leave and go and, and live their life away from this shitty town. Yeah, basically. So that 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 might be kind of what happens. And I mean, I, there's pro- if this is a game, there's probably an option to be like a dad and a son or, or a dad and a daughter or whatever. There's options, but yeah, it doesn't I mean, really affect the game overall. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. 
I don't know how, how we would do the, the characters outside of the car, unless potentially maybe there's vignettes with those characters as well. Yeah, like maybe there's like, you, you get, you get like, uh, uh, probably early on in the game, the kids from the mm-hmm. back scene, maybe you have like, uh, the, the, the spouse and the, in the passenger seat or maybe mm-hmm. just like another friend or something like that yeah uh and you guys are talking or whatever and they yeah. mention something offhandedly like oh uh little susie's been very interested in in baseball recently yeah yeah and so then like like uh when they're when you get to the vignette where your 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 child is about to go off to off to college you know, just be like, hey, remember when you used to play baseball? You they're like, throw the, the ball around when we go yeah, home. Yeah, why don't we why don't we throw the ball around? <laughs> <laughs> Sport. <laughs> Sport. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just kind of like a, a, a getting to know and getting past grief kind of thing. Yeah. Being sure that you can remember this person for who they were. Yeah, I, I mean, hell, this could even just be like a like a a visual novel sort of deal. It doesn't even need to have necessarily any quote unquote gameplay to it. Yeah, because I, I feel like the gameplay is is just exploring and mm-hmm, finding mm-hmm. things and remembering them, and then regurgitating what you've learned yeah it's it's just kind of like a if i if anything like the gameplay is probably just being able to look back into your inventory and reread what you have gotten um, like like the actual column i i because feel potentially like it might have information there well uh yes but also i feel like having that information at your fingertips mm-hmm. might might be counterintuitive to what we're trying to do here with right. the whole memory thing. Yeah, um, yeah. It, hmm. it, it might. I mean, hell, if they really want that information, I feel like we might just. Um, uh, so, so here's an idea. You uh-huh. know, um, in, in the game Mist. Yes. The the game Mist, which is a a 1993 point and click adventure, but. Instead of like controlling, like clicking on the screen and making your character walk to a specific place, it's like told from the first person perspective. Uh-huh. Now, there's a lot of puzzles in Mist that deal with um, opening up books, reading information from them, and then just having to remember that information. It doesn't, um, it doesn't go into your inventory or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we should take that approach with what we're doing here. If we are making a game that's all about remembering stuff mm-hmm. because yeah, the player might take down notes about what happened, but are they going to write down everything word for word? Oh, uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? Uh, but, but yeah, I like it, it. We could go either or in my opinion, we probably mm-hmm. shouldn't, let them keep that stuff in an inventory. Okay, yeah. Um, fair enough, fair enough. And, and I was actually going to say, like, we could probably we could probably make this game function kind of like Mist 2, where it's, like, from the pers- first-person perspective, and you just have to, like, look around and solve puzzles sort of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would probably be best for what we're doing. 
Yeah. Like you're you're in the the driver's seat of the car. Uh huh. And you like, can like, like move your camera side to side and whatnot. Yeah, kind of like um um. There's a series of flash games back in the day that basically you were stuck in a situation you had to escape, right? And I, uh-huh, I distinctly uh-huh. remember them there being one about being trapped in a car. Um, so oh, we can I, do. I, I remember those. You remember those? Yeah, I do. Um, there. Uh, uh, I de- I definitely think we could do something sort of like that, where like maybe there are you're in you're stuck in a car and you can look around the car, and mm-hmm. maybe you can go into the cars adjacent to you in the stack. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But every car adjacent to you has like a different puzzle to it, and solving the puzzle will get you the vignette that you're looking for. Ah. Oh, I like that. Especially, okay, to to complete with the whole, like, uh, a column thing, but being able to go, like, side to side as well, maybe it's a spiral of cars that form, like, a, a circular column all the way up. Yeah, yeah, we could do that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the cars are facing each other forwards, and they uh-huh. just spiral around, like, a single point. Uh-huh. All up, 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 up into a stack. An actual legitimate round column of cars. Yeah. And so that way you would actually be able to, like, go side to side and be able to enter another car. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like, you would would solve the puzzle in the car that you're in, and then you would, like, move over to the side, go into the next one, which is a little bit higher. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, so you're, you're progressively moving up this column, but also you're solving puzzles along the way. Car yeah. puzzles. Car cars car column. Yeah, car column. Sweet. I, I like this. This is kind of like a more uh uh this this is this is a bit of a, a more somber game. Which is uh kind of inherent when you have the word grief. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I would assume so. Um, yeah. But but this is definitely like this is a shorter game. Yeah. Definitely kind of like a sh- a, sh- a shorter, but uh yeah and, and, kind of kind of in-depth emotional sort of game yeah and i think i said it earlier but i definitely kind of got like the indie game vibe off of it yeah where it's definitely like, sort of like a like a personal sort of deal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah no i i, I really like this I, mm-hmm. I feel like if if someone ever made this game it would be something that a lot of people will look into and, and find yeah. very profound i guess a, a very a very short sweet kind of just remembering remembering people kind of game but here's the thing <laughs> time to be we're not play- so we're, sweet we're, we're playing a game and we gotta ruin this delightful little emotional game we've created yep unfortunately this uh this somber little title uh we're gonna have to do some unspeakable crimes to it by throwing a mix-up word into the mix uh i'm ready whenever you are Give me the mix-up word. And our fourth mix-up word is... Nature. Nature? Nature. Nature. Yeah. Okay. Well... Hmm. This is a little bit difficult, because we've already set up this whole car spiral deal... And the thing about cars, if it isn't obvious enough, those are man-made objects. Those are not natural. Sure aren't. 
Um, but there's also, um, if we're talking about the grief over losing a child or even just parenting in general, Mm -hmm. there's the whole concept of nature versus nurture, um, where, you know, you can either let the kid grow up on its own and it will develop its own personality and, and whatnot, or, or you can nurture it and, and sort of mold a child's personality as they grow up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we, we, we should think about that sort of deal if we're going to try to incorporate nature into this. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But maybe it's like in the vignettes, in the vignettes, you, uh-huh. you get, you, you come to a crossroads at certain ones where you like, you have to make a decision and, mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. the decision always, it's about your kid, right? Because this whole right. game's about your relationship with your kid. Yeah. And and I I feel like we can make the decision of like letting your kid do something or preventing them from doing something. So you get the dichotomy of nature versus nurture there. Right. And hmm. um that can sort of also play into the whole, you know, um, if you remember more about your child, uh, the better relationship you have with them, but also like um essentially you have a say in um how your child like the person your child grows up to be right right mm-hmm. and to some degree like how much of a relationship that child wants to have with you after what you've done yeah after how you've it, treated them yeah after how you've treated them and molded them cuz inherently i think like even if you try to not do nurture just by being a, so, a like a parent and taking care of a child you inherently nurture a child well uh, yeah at, at some degree but that's that you know kind of comes with the the, with the territory the territory of being a parent right yeah I, i'm talking more so about you know letting your kid make their own mistakes and learning from them mm-hmm. or letting a Shel- kid sheltering them or sheltering them right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, we could do a whole deal where not only, like, does your, does your memory of, of your kids, like, whole personality affect your relationship with them, but also, um, you know, whether you allow them to, to, to be free or whether you would rather shelter them also has mm-hmm. an impact on, you know, how they grow up. Maybe... If you took the the shelter approach to everything, yeah, maybe your kid grows up to be sort of this introvert, um, is, a, a is very like, sheltered person. Very sheltered person. Maybe they are afraid of going to college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sort of deal. Whereas if you let them, if you let them uh, figure their their whole shit out, then <laughs> they ready. become more of an extrovert. And they're, like, excited to go to college and, and maybe they're more outgoing and stuff. Maybe you have a yeah. whole part where, like, maybe they got a boyfriend or something like that. And you have to deal with that whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, there- I, I do also kind of want to maybe make it a, a also part of the game of having to remember what you did choose. Yes, absolutely. Because that will come into play later about, like, why wouldn't you let me do this? Or... That that was really cool of you to let me do this, but this happened because of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, there's always consequences to choices, right? Yeah, exactly. But um, I just want you to have to remember the choice you did make. 
Yes. And I think the direction we can go with that specifically is if you become wishy-washy, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. where like, say, say you get the bright idea to pick the opposite option on every single decision where yeah. one, one, you go nature, the other go, you go nurture, then you go nature again, then you go nurture uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. And so your kid, your kid like grows up to just not trust you. Yeah. Because kind they of, kind of be wishy-washy about you. Yeah, because they don't know how you're going to react if they ask you anything, right? Right. So they they just they just become like rebellious or whatever. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like that. I, I I do like this nature nurture kind of uh, uh dual sort of thing. Yeah, because it's it's not it's, it, it it like obviously you know losing a child regardless of of your relationship with that child is always a sad thing. You're always going to mm-hmm. have some amount of grief over it, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess this has kind of become less so a commentary on grief, but more so a commentary on parenting. Yeah, I guess potentially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a combo of the two, of both grief and parenting. Right. Which is ironic because neither of us are parents. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Uh, but I I don't know. I, I feel like, um... I feel like a lot of parenting is just kind of common sense. Um, yeah, to some degree, know, I think so. Don't don't be a dickhead to your kid. Yeah, don't be uh, a dickhead to your kid. Fucking t- treat them right, but you're also the parent. Make the rules. You have to be stable. You have to be stable. So if you're uh, wishy-washy, your kid's not going to trust you. Yeah, basically. There's that. And also, I guess if you want to last minute also throw one more piece of nature uh, out... Uh, Perhaps as you continue to, like, like figure out, like, your kid and whatnot, you get closer to finding out what really happened with your kid. Mm-hmm. Like, how they actually passed. And perhaps it was, uh, like, an accident. You were driving them. Uh, something happened and you crashed into a tree. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> I mean, a simple thing is, especially because, like, like, out in the Great Plains and whatnot, uh, you have deer. So maybe the the deer is like a motif that keeps reappearing when you're having like the uh, the vignettes. Yeah, maybe as you as you go up the tower, you begin to see like like some foliage start to appear. Uh huh. Uh huh. And, and maybe the top of the column is literally like a little grassy like roof. Ooh, just a grassy a grassy roof with like a, a tree and like a single deer. That's kind of like the vi- the vision deer, I guess. Yeah. Glowing, glowing white eyes. It's like, have you, have you, fig- have you, uh, come to terms? Have you come to terms? Have you figured it out? Do you remember? Yeah, do, do you remember? And that's kind of like where, where the real quiz happens. Yeah. And then like, you get, you get the ending that you, you, that you yeah, get. That you, that you ended up getting. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever ending that ends up being. But it's like perhaps like there were deer on the road and you swerved and ended up hitting a, a, a tree. And unfortunately, that's what happened. And so part of the grief is also blaming yourself because you were in control. You, you were you had you were in control not only of the car, but of, of, of who your, your child, fate. who your child grew up to be. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, they're not going to be growing anymore. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Uh, 
Well, that's, yeah. that's definitely something. That, that's definitely something. That's, um... That's a nice little indie title. That one's a thinker. Yeah, that, one, that one's the big emotions one. Thanks, oh, yeah. Grief. Thanks, Grief. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful word, you are. <laughs> uh, well, What are we going to call this, baby? Um... Well, here's the thing. I was kind of trying to come up with with ideas for names for probably the past minute or so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I'm I'm having trouble thinking of anything but a econobox at this point. I mean, honestly, that's that's such a weird word, but also like a perfect title for something. But I feel like it needs one more to it. Like econobox something or something econobox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something that describes the Akata box. Um, I... I mean, we can do something like, uh, like, Akata box sorrow. Ah, uh, that feels a little bit too on the nose. Yeah, it, it is a little bit, but that's, that's what I'm going with, you know? Yeah, well, you do solve puzzles as you go through these Akata boxes. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like Akata box lock. Oh, I do like lock. Hmm. This one's hard. This one is definitely very hard. How do all those other cool indie games come up with some really cool titles? <laughs> um. Econobox Break? Because you're trying to break out, break free? Trying to break free. Econobox Step? Because it's like you're kind of going up different steps every time you go into a new car. Hmm. I still think Econobox Lock might be... Yeah, I think I think that might be one. it. I think that might be it. A kind of box lock. Yeah, because they kind of you kind of have like a a wordplay. Well, not necessarily a wordplay, but like it's like got a lock box. It's it yeah box lock lock box. A kind of lock box. A kind of lock box actually works. How do you feel about that one? Uh, I still like a kind of box lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Econo box lock. Yeah, it, it has it has good a, a good sound like a good ring to it, and also yeah. has good mouth feel when saying it. So yeah, it, ha- it has the k- k- on both both of the ends. Box Econo box lock. locks. Yes, maybe, maybe locks plural just to keep the the ps at the end. Locks Econo box bo- locks box locks. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean besides, there's multiple. Yeah, there there, there are multiples. Yeah, so yeah. so yeah, Econo box locks. Yeah. Yeah, that's that uh, that's a name. We did it. We did it. That was a hard one to name. That was a hard one to name. That was a hard one to to even fucking come up with. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a uh like an interesting one. Like I'd definitely love to play this game, but that's definitely something that's kind of outside my usual spectrum of games. Yeah, and uh, and me personally, like I I kind of love the the sort of like sorrow, and I definitely love like the bad ending sort of emotional drama sort of deal. Uh-huh. Um, this one's also kind of like um adjacent to my wheelhouse, but not necessarily in it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is an interesting one. I mean, we had to we had to learn a whole new word for this one. <laughs> Basically, yeah. If you've ever heard of the word Akata box before, right now, uh, tell <laughs> us this, this podcast. Please tell us. Tell us. We have a we have a Twitter where you can tell us if you've heard of the word Akata box before. Wow. This. 
Uh, you can reach this podcast on Twitter at Let's Make Pod. Uh, you can also send us your uh, any other potential ideas you had for these words that we had, uh, which were column, econobox, huh? grief, and nature. Uh, nice. By the way, you can also reach me on Twitter. My name is Tristan. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Glitchy Tripod. And you can reach me, Madison Rowan, on Twitter at QuipsterRikuru. Well, the brain, juices, the brain juices are still flowing into my head. Um, How you feeling? In, well, after thinking so hard about econo boxes, um, you know, the, the brain juices, they... The, the the thinking of them kind of nulled the pain a little bit, so maybe you're right. <laughs> All you had to do was think about something else, and we sure did. Um, I'm looking at this screen over to the side, and it does say brain capacity 0%. Um, just a real quick question. Uh, did you uh-huh. guys suck my brain out? Turn, it, turn off the machine, turn off the machine. Don't, don't, know. don't want to find out. Alex Rossetti for creating the intro and outro to our show. You can find them on SoundCloud and Twitter at Albatross Soup.